Ella Henderson with Ghost here on Phoenix FM. And it's Halloween. Is that a coincidence? No. No, it's not. I picked it special. I know I sport the illusion there, and I. It's ghost songs. We're doing a few little ghosty, ghouly, specially songs now. We're going to go in a little bit of a Halloween vibe. Why not, eh? Why not? If you can't today, when can you? When can you? So we're doing a little bit of a, a Halloween vibe. We'll have uh, a short break, and then we'll be chatting to Gary Michaels, stand-up comedian who's doing fantastic things, smashing it in the stand-up community. So uh, we'll be hearing from him about some brand new stuff going on up in London town, if you like your comedy. As you know, I'm a stand-up comedian, and uh, very impressed with what Gary's doing. So we're getting him on the show to have a chat, and you can listen in live on your radio box. Uh, but to crack on with Halloween songage, uh, there's no greater Halloween song, really, is there, than this one. It just, just gets you in the right mood, doesn't it? To just have a bit of fun. That's what you need. Ten past eight <laughs> on a Thursday morning. I believe I have on the phone Mr Gary Michaels. Gary, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing? Fantastic. I'm doing well. How are you, sir? Yeah, very, very good. Thanks for having me on. Absolute pleasure. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning from where are you calling from, Gary? I am calling from my boat in Paddington Basin. Oh, amazing. Which is a very fortunate place for me to be right now. And it's great because I can bring the the quality of the area down quite a lot (laughs) by just sitting on my boat looking at everyone going to work. <laughs> Just going, yeah, you've got to get up early. I, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're up early this morning, to be fair. I'm up early this morning, but uh, yeah, I've had insomnia for about 15 years. So uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I deal with it. I actually use it to my advantage now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, in booking, in booking comedy gigs, there's always uh, a thousand people to email in London. So uh, yeah, yeah there's and always we're... something going on. Always awake all night anyway, really, to be honest, isn't it? That's yeah. <laughs> Email a comedian, they're probably awake whatever time of day, really. Absolutely, it's a, it's the strangest thing. Can you do a certain date and at two o'clock in the morning you email them and there's a email shooting right back to you? <laughs> you should be asleep. Oh, in fact, well, I'm glad you're someone else is awake with me. I see, I, this is why I got you to call in this morning, Gary. I was like, you know, if I've got to get up, someone else has got to get up. That's, uh, yeah. that's <laughs> So you are a stand-up comedian. Yes. Very funny guy. Obviously, we know each other. I've seen your stuff. Uh, but what, what inspired you to start comedy? You, you do your own stuff. You've done Edinburgh before, haven't you? I have indeed, yep. I've done Edinburgh. I've already done Edinburgh a little bit. I've done it in 2017 with my own indoor show. And I also brought my uh, street stuff. So I started as a street performer. And uh, I've been a street performer for about 17 years. Whoa. Uh, and so every three years, I um, tried my very best to change my show. Three, three or four years. So, meaning I would finish with maybe a magic trick, but then I was a juggler, and then I was doing the fire breathing, and then I was um, trying to do all these different things. And if it lasted four years, it meant that one, I was, I can kind of consider myself semi-successful at that show, and then I would get so bored of it, I would just need to change. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of where the comedy, the booking of the comedy and the performing of the comedy came from, because I figured it was... In my opinion, there wasn't much more of a challenge on the street, and I don't like that. I don't get I, I get lazy, and I don't um, keep the fire lit if I just get bored of the performance. So I needed something different, and stand-up comedy was certainly a kick in the ass, more so than I expected. After I think I did it 
first 15 years professionally performing, I tried to stand up and it really was starting all over again, which was great, yeah. but also um, weirdly terrifying when you don't expect it. I kind of had a few notes in my head and thought it was going to be mighty successful in my first attempt, and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it usually goes. This is yeah. hilarious. No, no one's laughed. No, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so it was more scary for you to do stand-up comedy than it was to do fire breathing at one point in your... At one point in my career, yeah. The red wines handled the fire breathing. As long as you know how to do it. But um, And and the, with the fire breathing, there's, there's a very obvious way of how it can go wrong. And there's only really one. <laughs> yeah. And it's very, very obvious of what that can happen. It all ends in tears. Exactly. You stay away. You, you, you follow the rules and you stay away from your face going on fire. But... <laughs> You know, the amount of times when you're doing whatever amount of period it can be on stage, talking into a microphone, and it gets to a part where you expect the room to be full of laughter, and it's simply not. That's, um, I don't know, I'd rather my face to be on fire. <laughs> There's infinitely more ways it can go wrong, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned that you, you, start your own, you started your own comedy night. Uh, obviously, we, we've been before to stand up at Monty's. Uh, stand up all, all out, all throughout London now, isn't it? It's just expanding. But what? All what? throughout London, yeah. So February was the first gig. So it's not even that old. So February thirteenth, I believe, was the first gig at Monty's Bar in Brick Lane. There was an open mic, new material night, and that was on a Wednesday. And I set that night up um, because I. Although I was enjoying a few of them, the majority of the open mics I was performing to de to develop new material, I wasn't enjoying. And so I set up my own night. Yeah. And I did it selfishly. I did it to create my own, my next Edinburgh show. That was my intention. <laughs> that's and what they all do, isn't it, really? Yeah, well, that's... Exactly. And then everyone turned up, and it was a great night. And I really, really liked the acts turning up. I didn't know if I would. I'm usually, I don't have many people that I like. <laughs> and I like everyone turning up into the room. And it was booked up very quickly two months in advance. And I thought, okay, I'll add a second night. And so I added a second night and then I added a third night. And they've all became very quickly booked up. At the moment, we're nearly booked up for January. Whoa. The way the gig stands now. And then the recommendations coming in, and in, since April, we've got 125 recommendations on the Facebook page, which does make us, if you consider it to be a comedy open mic, that makes us first in the UK, which is um, oh, which nice. is just amazing, the, the feedback we've had from running the club. And maybe it's the way we run the club because I don't like most open mics. Maybe that's... <laughs> You're doing I've, something different, I've, yeah. Yeah, I've done it a little bit different. You're not there for three days at one event because some of them tend to drag on. So oh, I just kind of, do. I, do. I played around, I made it fun, and um, it's, it's responded really, really well. And of course, off the back of that then, uh, more clubs opened up. And now, rather than being a performer, which I still emcee the majority of gigs, I find myself, for the majority of time, promoting and booking, and it's a complete change for me. And um, it's, it's, it's so well received. So, well, I kind of think... In this game and in any profession, you got to figure out not only how you perceive yourself, but how other people perceive you too. And if other people perceive you in one way and it's and it's successful and it's working, well, kind of push out a hundred percent. Because uh, yeah, yeah, it's hard enough to do something when you know everyone's on your side. So I think yeah, 
run with the uh, promoting thing for a while and um, MC the gigs, and I find it's, I think it's more meaningful work to me than promoting myself as a comedian. And it's a completely different trend. I suppose there's a lot more responsibility for a lot more people. I'm putting close to 200 people on stage a month now. Yeah. Because I'm booking six gigs a week. Um, so I got the Monty's Bar Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on Brick Lane. And then we got uh, the Nellable Jury um, on Tuesdays and Saturdays. And then we got the Sunday Stick on, in the Rose and Crown in Kentishtown on Sunday evenings. And some of them are open mics. And uh, what we're doing is one of the one of the, the ideas I came up with earlier on in this adventure was to try my best to create a pathway for for really high talented open mic acts that are consistently getting laughs and working very hard. Yeah. That maybe not able to find a pathway into paid work. Because <laughs> like been everybody very, basically. <laughs> like everybody, yeah. I think I think the open mic circuit. Is has a lot of strengths, but I think for the people, for the acts that are genuinely doing very well and allowed to do longer sets and and even you know slightly doing free shows at bigger venues, I think to get them paid, I don't see a way for it. I didn't see a way for it when I was starting into the comedy, and I've yeah. been very fortunate with other professional gigs because I've had a stunt where it be a straight jacket or a magic show. It's it was very easy to get paid work and actually quite good paid work through that as a performer. And I just think um, in comedy, I believe in comedy, there's too many clubs, especially in London, calling themselves comedy clubs when they're open mic clubs. And they're very good clubs, but they're open mic clubs. Yeah. So maybe uh, maybe with my you know, 17 years experience, I can push a little bit to change that and make it a little bit fairer, especially, especially for acts that are working hard and more importantly, consistently getting laughs they should be uh consistently getting paid i think so that's what we're trying to do and that's what we've done so uh of all jury is the uh launch night for this we've already had month-long competitions and sold out the museum of comedy off the back of this open mic we've sold out our first uh paid uh show uh, which was last may we had the best of monty's thing and we had it in monty's bar but now we're um we're branching out all the time so now this this saturday the second of november we have um our first weekly show with the net of all jury and the event there's three acts on the bill which is a quick bill it's only an hour long but it's like i'm billing it as the perfect kickstart to your saturday night entertainment yeah so it's half eight to half nine uh net of all jury five pound entry and which is I looked it up. Total it's bargain. the cheapest ticket around that part of town. <laughs> I mean, Easily. I think you, I think it's oh, it's definitely the cheapest ticket there. I think you can get a coffee for five pound in Covent Garden. <laughs> <laughs> struggle, struggle with that. I reckon. Struggle, struggle with that maybe. So that's what we're doing. So um, yeah, we got we I got uh, three comics lined up uh, for the next few weeks at the Nettable Jury, and um, yeah, yeah, all, all great. A great club comics and really fantastic open mic acts and I'm elevating them up to be on the same bill as club comics and seeing how they do and, and, and if it's anything they do with any of the other clubs I've seen them they're going to absolutely smash it at the park that's, Sorry, it. that's called Happy Hour Comedy Happy Hour Comedy at the Nettable Jury in at the Nettable Jury yep so we got Nathan Cassidy Vash Parnaker and Laura McMahon on this weekend and uh, they are um, they're kind of um becoming monsters on the club scene like 
to be honest, I can't actually believe I got them all on the uh, same bill. Yeah, you've done away. well there, mate. You have done yes, well. Yes, <laughs> I did. That's a, I, it was, it was, there were three of my first go-to acts for my opening launch show, and they were, yeah, brilliant. So And I got them, so uh, excellent. One that I wasn't going to get, and then it was like, brilliant, finally. Uh, Managed so, to uh, twist his arm, or her arm. Yeah, to, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, so, yeah. So absolutely brilliant. And then uh, we're on uh, every Saturday. So it starts so, um, 8.30, finished by 9.30, just in time for my rock show, right? So you can, well, there you go, exactly. Just in time for the rock show. So Whatever madness you want on a Saturday night, you can still have, and this is a good way of getting in the mood for it. Get your, well, exactly. No better way to start Saturday night for a good laugh. And uh, that's what you'll get in it. That is what you'll get. Awesome. So, uh, Gary, on behalf of the standard community, I think you're doing a fantastic job, mate. Uh, getting Thank you a, very much. A pathway set up because uh, I speak, obviously met a lot of musicians and stuff in this job, and uh, there's there's often paid gigs and there's open mic gigs, and then but comedy is like the only one where there's like very very hard to get anything at all. Anyone, no one, no one seems to pay hardly any money for it. So it's great to uh, to to see there's there's light at the end of the tunnel. There is a a pathway well, yeah. slowly emerging. Well, we hope to make the light at the end of the tunnel a little brighter. That's what we're trying to do, uh. <laughs> and we're doing it too. It's, it's happening. It's happening. We're gonna we're gonna uh, shift things around. I think 2020 is well, we're on the verge of really big things here. So the brand I have is Stand Up Nights um, at, at Stand Up Nights London, and we're we're on the verge of we're kind of it's it's growing so rapidly that mm. like three months ago I was saying we're on the verge of something, and then we got the other nights, and so each. It's the potential is just growing bigger and bigger all the time, and so today I have meetings in three different locations in London to uh, create uh, paid opportunities. So and that's just today. So oh wow, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a long one. And so I thought I was going to get to uh, take a little break because I just emceed five nights in a row, and uh, <laughs> I think I've done one day. In the last five days, I've had one day where I've been completely on stage, if you add all the hours together. Oh, wow. 24 so, hours stage um, Yeah. So, and then next, this Saturday, I'm doing, I think it's six days in a row, I'm seeing, and I'm loving it. I wouldn't change it for the world, but, um, yeah. Living I'm gym. getting good at it. I know, before I was an MC, I, could, I didn't have a good faith. I, um, I wasn't able to know anyone's name. And now I think I know a thousand people by face, so that's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That is impressive. That's the thing on the stand-up I'm scene. Pretty good at it. Yeah, you I recognize... think my dad will be proud. He can barely <laughs> recognise me. <laughs> I always recognise people's jokes rather than their faces. They go, "I've met true, before." I don't yeah, know. you do. You you you, see, you meet someone and then you hear the set and you go, "I have met this person before." Yeah, <laughs> it shows you how much some people change their jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they change the face for work a little and they change the jokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so uh, obviously you're expanding the gig and stuff, and there's the paid night at uh, the Nellevold Jewelry. Uh, where can people find out more about stand up nights and, and where can they connect and, and obviously recommend you on Facebook if they've been? Yes, at Stand Up Nights London is both the Facebook and the Instagram. That's their two uh, social media platforms. Uh, at Stand Up Nights London. And um, they can. I'm Gary Michaels, and I am all over the internet, so they can hook up with me in whatever way they want. Um, <laughs> Keep it clean. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, whoever wants to hook up with me, if, if whatever they're into, that's that's fine with me. That's okay. <laughs> I live in a boat. I don't have you know very high 
<laughs> Anything well, goes. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so they just Google Gary Michaels and you, you will pop up? I will pop up on whatever, on whatever, maybe on whatever platform they are Googling me on, on whatever they were looking me up. And it, depending on what platform they are, they will want to see whatever I am doing on that platform. I'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, many different versions of Gary available, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for chatting, Gary. Good luck with everything. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. And uh, we will, well, we'll look forward to hearing how it's all gone and we'll check in with you some other point uh, when, when things have gone. Yep, we're taking over. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Ruining the stand-up world. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, catch you later. Bye. All the best. Phoenix FM. 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 